You're listening to the Calm and Cozy Insomnia Podcast. I'm Beth Wyatt, your insomnia and stress management coach. I'm also an Olympic level napper, a diehard Jason Bateman fan, and pretty sure every episode of this podcast season will be recorded while wearing my favorite onesie. Welcome to episode 31, the first in season two. I'm so happy you came back. I'm so happy I came back, but you might regret it after listening to this episode because I'm about to get a little fired up about everyone's favorite sleep aid, melatonin. I'm not a doctor and nothing I say in this episode should be taken as medical advice. This episode will likely contain many heated comments, opinions, and sarcastic remarks. My goal is not to demonize melatonin or your friend who takes it or the medical industry, but to make you aware of how diligent you must be when it comes to your own health. It's not my intention to offend anyone who has taken or is currently taking melatonin. My mission is to keep you happy and healthy and in the know because you are an exquisite person and I think I love you. A little while back, I was in a Facebook group that had a new post from another member. She told us she's been experiencing insomnia symptoms at night and wanted to know what others take to help them sleep. That one post received dozens of comments and all of the advice given was to go to the nearest drugstore and buy a bottle of melatonin. Several people posted pictures of the brands that they take and this one post inspired me to make an episode on this topic because this happens so often. Because it's sold over the counter, we assume that melatonin is completely safe. And because it's often sold in the vitamin section, and the bottle has an image of a plant on it, we assume that it's completely natural. Melatonin is a hormone that's made naturally in the body by the pineal gland. The pineal gland is responsible for letting your body know when it's time to sleep and when it's time to wake up. Your body makes melatonin at night and the levels drop in the morning. The amount of light that you get each day, in addition to your own body clock, determines how much melatonin your body will make. Knowing all of this just confirms my overall mission. To help you make small shifts in your daily routines, to create nightly rituals that will ease anxiety, and to help you relax before bed. And to help you prioritize sleep so that you don't need to rely on an external source to help you get the sleep that you need. As I was reading through the comments on the Facebook post I just mentioned, one comment really got my attention. A woman suggested she try a combination of melatonin and Benadryl, which is what she takes every night to help her sleep. When I read that, I actually started to shake. And after yelling several things at my computer, I began typing angrily in all caps at the bottom of the thread. Please don't start taking melatonin and don't take it with Benadryl. Sleeplessness is a symptom of another issue. There are so many other things that you can try before popping a combination of mystery pills. I proceeded to make a long list of all those things. Cutting down on your caffeine intake, especially in the afternoon. Reducing your exposure to blue light in the evening by having a tech curfew or installing blue light filters on your devices. 
creating a peaceful evening ritual that relaxes you and helps prepare your mind and body for sleep. I told her that melatonin is for regulating her sleep-wake cycle, which can also be regulated by going to bed around the same time every night and waking up around the same time every morning. I suggested she listen to this podcast for more tips. It's free! And I told her how focusing on my breath while lying in bed helped me ease my own insomnia symptoms. And like most people who would rather find a quick fix than making some changes, she ignored my post and engaged in conversation with everyone else about what brand of melatonin to buy. The thing about melatonin that worries me the most is how often people with no medical background or medical knowledge about it are suggesting it to other people. It certainly doesn't help that it's sold amongst all the other self-prescribing products in the health food section of the grocery store. I realize I'm being really dramatic about this, but I just want you to realize that everything you put into your body affects it in some way, and you should know what you're taking before you take it. Did you know that melatonin has side effects? A lot of people don't know this. Side effects include headache, feelings of depression, daytime sleepiness, dizziness, stomach cramps, irritability. I mean, I don't know about you, but if I were experiencing any of these symptoms, I would be making an appointment with my doctor. So now one problem might be solved, but now we have a whole handful of other problems. When I asked my Instagram and Facebook followers about their experiences with melatonin, their responses included having scary and disturbing nightmares, waking up feeling hungover and really groggy, becoming dependent on melatonin to fall asleep every night. One woman said she felt totally destroyed in the morning. I also want to point out that possible interactions with other drugs, including sedatives and birth control pills and caffeine. Did your neighbor tell you that one? Because I can pretty much guarantee that most people who take melatonin at night are still having a cup of coffee in the morning. And most need it because they're waking up feeling tired and they need caffeine to function. I've also been told by other wellness professionals that melatonin interferes with ovulation, making it harder to conceive. A lot of women struggle with sleep issues, and if they're self-medicating with melatonin, they're not being told this vital information. Another thing that should concern you is the quality of melatonin that you're buying. Sleep HQ, found on Instagram as at sleephqhk, messaged me about this and said this, Because melatonin is sold as a health supplement, it does not need to be regulated by the FDA, meaning that they vary hugely in quality. Most of them sold now are synthetic rather than natural, and therefore some people are taking unregulated capsules which contain other unlisted or unrecognizable ingredients. Also, you now see extra strength 10 milligram capsules when all of the research shows that the most effective dose is very small, around 0.3 milligrams. Along with the worrisome side effects that were shared with me, I also received some positive feedback about melatonin. There are many people who take it daily who have done so with great success. 
Those people also let me know that it was their doctor or their naturopath who subscribed it and monitored their dose. The point of this episode is not to tell you that melatonin is the devil and you shouldn't take it. The point is to make it clear that melatonin is not this herbal supplement that you should be running to every time you have a rough night's sleep. Could your sleep issue be a symptom of another problem? Could it be eased by managing stress, going to bed at a different time, spending the hour before bed preparing for sleep instead of cramming in one more Netflix episode? Is a side effect of medication or another supplement that you're taking affecting your sleep? What small changes can you make today to make tonight's sleep more of a priority? If you're sure that melatonin is the only answer for you, please talk to a health professional about it, someone who knows your history, and do your research. If you'd like to work with me to find relief from your short-term insomnia symptoms, racing thoughts at bedtime, or you think that your sleep routine could just use a little tune-up, I'd love to tell you about my mini sleep sessions. It works like a private coaching book club. You'll get a copy of my ebook, Fall Asleep Tonight, which you read and work through at your own pace. And then when you need help, you and I will meet online over video chat two separate times for 30 minutes each. You could also merge the two and just have one like kick-ass one-hour session with me. It's up to you. So you can read more about my mini sleep sessions and my other private coaching packages on my website, bethwyattcoaching.com. And that's Wyatt as an ERP, W-Y-A-T-T. This has been the Common Cozy Insomnia Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, sleep well and stay cozy. And to my mom who listens to my podcast every night as she falls asleep, good night, mama.